Okay, so the other day I was laying in bed. Nice. Go um, on. What were you wearing? Uh, all the clothes that I own <laughs> at the same time. And um, I was thinking about like our podcast and what we were going to do next, um, what was going to go on in the campaign. And this might sound weird, but I suddenly realized that Kat made up everything. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I've had that like, moment before. Torba? That's yeah. fucking Kat made him up. Yeah. That is He's not weird. real. I know. Kat, it came from Kat's brain. I like have yeah. that. I have that realization every time all of us are in a room and we're like, God, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, who's so and so? Like, what's Torva going to do? And then Kat's like always in a corner, just kind of like staring at us with a smile on her face. And whenever I make eye contact with her <laughs> at that moment, I realize like she knows. I do. Kat fucking knows. All of it. No, here's but, like she knows because she because invented. she made it up. It's fucking weird. No, here's the fun thing is sometimes I don't know. <laughs> God damn it! Kat. Sometimes, sometimes I don't know what's gonna happen until it's coming out of my mouth, and then you know that's a fun surprise for all of us. Mm-hmm. I guess, but you're really good at what you do, so we don't I'm know that. Amazing at it, cat. You know. But anyway, it's just like it's just one of those feelings, you know, when you realize that like. The author of your favorite fantasy novel is a person, and it didn't yeah. just like happen in an alternate right. reality that they have a connection. And to. like that you meet <laughs> that person, like yeah, you go to work with that, that person, person every day. That's and you incredible. See them. Kat, like, you're so talented. Oh, I'm, wow. I'm, I'm flipping my long, luxurious hair like a it's so model, oh, like a God. beautiful anime girl. All right, well, let's play D and D. I'm Kat, and I made all this up. Oh, wow. Hi, I'm Noelle, and I play Fran, who I made up. I'm Caitlin, and I play Corbin, who I fucking made up. Yeah, you did. Holy shit. Uh, I- I'm Hannah, and I play Slake, who is always inside me. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey. Oh, shit. Oh, good. Excellently formed joke. Oh, very good. Okay, so last time, you guys set out for Madria. And you had an, uh, an emotional roller coaster on your way from Madria to Banfeld. Mm. And I, that was not a planned emotional roller coaster. That was just a series of, of random events that coincided to create, a, create a, a good time. So Fran read some more of Kai's journal and had a vision of something that maybe Torva was trying to show her, which may or may not have been true mm. about the first meeting of Kai and Torva. Corbin uh, went to sleep. Corbin had a vision in which uh, he was fighting off the godly forms of Kai and Torva, but uh, failed to keep them from getting their grubby paws on Mary. And when Mary and Corbin woke up, Mary just had like, she had no sense of touch. She couldn't feel anything anymore. So Corbin dove back into his dreams and uh, beat, beat up the golden man and the black creature. And then let's see, Fran met a dryad that was like, hey, you're my sister. And Fran cried about that for a while. Uh, and now here we are. Woof. Next morning, nobody is well rested. Everybody's sleepy. But we're all, our hearts are all just one size bigger. 
as you uh, you head on, you continue, and it's actually, it's an alright day. It's a little cloudy, but it's getting a little windy, and it's like you start to feel an Im- impending sense of dread. It sounds as you, normal. As you start to see signs that say, you're almost a Banfell. Banfell, coming up. Oh, no. Best rooms in Banfell, available <laughs> at the Little Sleeper Inn. There are any horse camp signs? Uh, there is a sign for sign up now for Madria's premier horse camp. Um, I, 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 I turn to the others and I say, you know, I was thinking about it, like, I mean, route-wise. And, um, you know, I think maybe we should just go around Banfell. You know, just, like, just skip it. You but know? We need to, like, resupply. Yeah, we need stuff there, dude. Very do we gotta feed the horses. Yeah. D- do, do we? you want the horse kids to come after us? Well, I'm just saying we could we could forage, you know? I mean, the, the, the it's a bountiful season, the autumn harvest. I'm sure we could find things. I don't want to eat the garbage you pick up. No. I like chewing on Darius, but he's not <laughs> real food. <laughs> Mary signs. You take that back. <laughs> Mary signs. Besides, I would like to lay down in a real bed, especially after last night. Yeah. That's such a good point. Yeah, Mary, you said it. Yeah, I guess you're right. There's a there's another sign that you guys pass. It says, "Now entering Banfeld." What's wrong with Banfeld? Yeah, why don't you like this place? Seems uh, nice. It's like the first time I've seen you be negative about something. What? Yeah. <laughs> why are you being a negative Nelly? I'm negative about so many things, right? I that's no. me always no. talking about things no. I don't like. Uh, I don't even think I've ever heard you say something bad about Torva. Yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah. That, now that isn't fair. I am certain that I've said some things about that guy. I don't think he's very nice at all. Wow. <laughs> what a statement. <laughs> Mary signs to you, Slake. She signs, Slake, you fought pirates and dealt with Fran's giant monkey demon. What can be in this town that scares you so much? <laughs> My my face turns a paler shade of of green, and um, and I say, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's fine. It's just a stupid town. <laughs> so you guys enter the town of Banfell, and you guys realize uh, that this this must be where. The Lord Greenspire is from. This must be his uh, his lands. You, you figure this out pretty quickly because all of the doors only come up to about your waist. Mm. It is a town of halflings and gnomes. And there, it's a really prosperous little town. You know, now that it's fall, there's the autumn harvest coming in. You see like a halfling with a cart full of pumpkins whistling a merry tune. Aww. And there's a, there's a street vendor that's selling like apple pies. It looks like maybe there's a harvest festival that they're getting set up for here. It's a really nice town. Like, it's just a... It's very picturesque and charming. Like, there's a little arch bridge over a stream. And uh, and then you hear a sound slake. A sound that you... You hoped you would never hear again. <laughs> oh, my God. Gop. Gop! Oh, what? Is that slake over there? <laughs> Oh my god, what is oh, Slick? Oh my god! <laughs> Slick! I, I pull up my cloak over my head 
and I, I, I gesture to the others, and I'm like, "Oh, look! There's something really interesting over there. Let's go look at it." It's a And Fran is like, "I think someone's calling your name." Yeah, Corbin's like, "I is, do you know those guys? I don't know anybody. I don't hear anything. We should go. <laughs> Slate, come over here. Slate, come. Oh my God, I'm talking about horse caps. Slate. I, I run and hide <laughs> behind the nearest house. <laughs> Stupidest podcast. <laughs> and the gap like runs towards you. He's like, oh, yeah. He's just like barreling. Ainsley's like hot you. on his big heels. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Big big for a halfling. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I I I pull the cloak off my head and I lean against the wall and I try to act casual. <laughs> Roll to act casual. It's like, is that a deception? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's um, that is what. Oh, that's just a, just a plain old four. <laughs> yeah, you act four uh, casual. Four out of twenty casual. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm I'm shaking, and I I I try to whistle, but I just let out air, and it's like. <laughs> Oh, and, oh and, my and god. Fran and everybody else I would assume are now following me like Yeah. Uh, it's like it. Uh, do you know these people? Just like watching kind of. Who is this? I, I mean I don't I I mean I, I wouldn't say no. I, I can't really Slake, that's so rude. You and Ainsley oh, were like BFF. We're like a best friends. Like, I can't believe you would say that. I, I'm like really hurt. I, well I I, it's funny that you would say that because you know I thought you were pretty pretty busy going to horse camp with your best friend the Gap. So um uh, yeah, the Gap and I are like closer than God. <laughs> we're <laughs> we're closer than God. I, I don't know. Like we're best friends, like, but like me and the Gap, <laughs> nobody this, touches that. This is for real. <laughs> well, that's great. I'm I'm real happy for you, and I don't understand your metaphor, but that's Who are fine. These ugly nerds, you're with. <laughs> Yeah, slick. Like, why are you traveling with, like, these fucking weirdos? Hey! (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Laugh with my gap. You You got it, Ainsley. Well, we love to stay and, and I guess, you know, fill you in all the stuff we've been doing. But we're actually really, really busy. So, um, why don't you guys go do... The stuff that you do when you're not being big jerks, and we'll go and uh, and complete some, you know, uh, some some god god quests. <laughs> I'm sorry, oh well. Oh, have fun <laughs> with that. <laughs> We're gonna go to the new host camp that opened up in Madrid. <laughs> it's super cool. I thought you didn't. Wait a minute. Wait <laughs> just a goddamn minute. Which is it? Is horse camp real? Or is it not real? Because I feel like, I feel like, you know what this relationship like, yeah. is? Like, the this first is horse time. camp. <laughs> because you tell me, one day, it's like, I, uh, oh, it's my best friend, Slake. We're going to hang out and talk about stuff and, and shoplift. And the next thing I know, it's like, you don't even, uh, you don't even have a time of day for your old pal, Slake. And 
I've had enough. Ainsley, you were so right about sleep. God, I know. They're like uptight and they like never have a positive thing to I, say like, about anything. fucking knew like the second they wouldn't shoplift that diamond for us. Like <laughs> they were just trash. Uh, you don't belong in horse camp. So uh, Fran, Mary, Mary elbows you huh. and makes a, a hand motion for like a shower of sparks. Um, I grab Ainsley in the gap and cast Shocking Grass. Like, oh no, this is not what I wanted. Uh, Ainsley makes an ungodly noise. <laughs> gap makes this noise. <laughs> I think Ainsley's noise is something like, <laughs> Fran, why don't you roll damage on that big boy? Lucky for them, I rolled two ones. <laughs> oh, good. So they take two damage. All right. So that is half their health, though. Yeah. They have two? What? They have four health. They're they're civilians. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Civilians only have four health. Stop being mean to my intern. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I have an internship now. <laughs> yeah, I think Ainsley and the Gap, they are, like, doubled over on the ground. Yeah, yeah they, like, they just... I, the gap just like falls to like yeah. in a puddle. Ainsley's like rolling like <laughs> around and being like, fucking damn. <laughs> <laughs> Your friend sucks. Mary signs leaves like alone. They have a magical destiny to deal with. <laughs> fucking god damn liars. And then they, the gap just uh, cries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly like their laughter. <laughs> I love it. Ainsley tries to comfort the gap. Uh, uh, okay, gap. Uh, Ainsley, I'm scared. We still have each other. These fucking demons can't take us from each other. Ainsley, I love you. We're the heroes of the story. I know. Mary Science, that's what you get for messing with one of the guardians. <laughs> I love her so much. Mary. She's so wholesome. Fran kicks the gap. Uh, Corbin kicks Ainsley. Get out of here. Go, go away. We'll be back, Sleek. <laughs> Y'all's like, oh, you're not doing what love. I don't know what you said, but that's not my problem anymore. And and the gap does, in fact, scamper away, uh, Ainsley, clutching his little butt Ainsley where, like, where crawls after. kicked him. Oh. Yeah. And then in the distance, ding. Mary puts her hands on her hips for a moment and looks at you, Slake, and signs. Wait, aren't those the names of our horses? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Corbin, Corbin's like, Slake, didn't you name your horse Ainsley? Why would you name your horse after a piece of garbage on the ground? You know, sometimes we all do things we regret. And I look off into the distance. <laughs> Banfeld really sucks. Man, I get why you didn't want to come here. <laughs> Thanks, you guys. You really, you really came through for me. This is, this is kind of cathartic, I guess. <laughs> well, you're our intern, Slake. Mary shakes her head and then signs, no, Slake. You're no longer an intern. I gasp. You're <laughs> an associate. <laughs> wow. I reach out and shake Slake's hand. Oh, I, I shake your hand firmly. <laughs> I, I reach for Slake's other hand and I say, congratulations, you really, 
You really earned this. Oh wow! I'm I I I also shake your hand firmly, and I'm I'm definitely also tearing up. Again. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else you guys want to do in Banfell here? <laughs> I want to eat. This is the yeah. only thing we came here to do. <laughs> yeah, is it truly the only? Thing? I guess we were gonna resupply. Yeah, yeah. we need to resupply. Yeah. Feed the yeah. horses. Yeah, yeah. Take a nap. Have a good bed to sleep mm-hmm. in. Yeah, there are there are some inns that cater to medium sized creatures. Yeah, I remember those. Yep. So I you... slept with a horse. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you, you did spend all your money on the horse. Um, all right, yeah, you guys sleep at, you, you find an inn that caters to medium-sized creatures, and uh, you you get some nice soft beds. Looks like, you know, there's lots of food stands up for this harvest festival that's that's going to be going on. It sounds like maybe in the next couple of days, so you won't be here for the harvest fest, but you get to at least get some of, some of the uh, gluttonous guy food stand <laughs> here. Uh, there's the gluttonous guy food stand. Oh, good. Uh, they're selling a uh, assortment of uh, apple and pumpkin and pumpkin apple fritters. <gasps> you get your your hungry boy passport stamped at the gluttonous guy. Yes. Yes. Collect, yes. collect all the stamps. You've been collecting stamps from the beginning. We've just never mentioned it on the podcast. What do we get oh, no. for the stamps? Uh, once you've collected all of the stamps of the hungry boy franchise. food passport, yeah, the hungry boy franchise, um, you you get a. Your your next sandwich free. Hell yes. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. I'm just I'm I'm shaking with anticipation. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you guys you're you're at three of eight. So you're only you know, only five away from a free sandwich. This is the real like Shit. main plot. All right. While you're here, uh you stop and get some more supplies. Slake already has them, but the rest of you pick up some goggles and masks to help protect you from oh, the poisons yeah. of the red fields. All right, is there anything else you want to do here in Banfell? There's not really much here. It's mostly I wanted to go through Banfeld, so we got a, a reprise at the cafe. Oh, I want to burn Ansley and the Gap's house down. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah. psycho! Oh yeah, let's do that. Oh my god, Mary signs. No, let's not do that. <laughs> I, 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 you know, I think you guys did a great d- a job. It's sufficient, and we don't need to do All any I'm arson. Is if we leave them alive, they could join Torva. <laughs> I, I don't think that's likely. They're just his type. They're civilians. Mary signed. Did you see how quickly they crumpled? They're not a threat. They gotta what? have like four hit points maximum. <laughs> Let it go. No. All right. Let it go. Okay. But I appreciate it. Just if it comes back to bite us in the ass, friend, I told you so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, it's back on the road for you guys in the morning. So uh, it takes you guys another couple days to reach the ran- Red Caverns once you've left Banfeld. Uh, but the road is really quiet going this way. There's, you know, you hadn't seen many people out, but there's nobody heading up north any further than Banfell. After all, who would willingly go into a poisonous cave full of monsters? Ha <laughs> ha! Hooray! Yay! There's a strange smell on the breeze as you draw closer, and when the wind blows in just the wrong way, you see motes of red pollen drifting on the air. And the entrance to the caves appears suddenly from the forested path, which breaks on a wall of sheer rock. The rock itself is gray, but it weeps red sediment, which trails down the cliffside into a gruesome mouth, which yawns into the pitch blackness of the red caverns before you. 
Oh wow, we made it. Oh, I'm so excited, you guys. Um, so couple couple of ground rules uh, before we uh, hop on in. Um, first of all, you're not gonna wanna touch any of the walls because uh, well, get, this is pretty neat. They actually all uh, seep this really toxic poison. Oh. Um, yeah, I know, right? It's so That's cool. super cool. Um, so don't touch them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah, and uh, don't like eat anything that you uh, find in there. Unless <clears throat> you... I look directly at Corbin. You, um, Mary also looks directly at Corbin. Would you like to say that just one more time to my fucking face? <laughs> um, maybe don't eat anything that you find in there because you could die. What am I going to find? I mean, am I going to find something I want to eat? Slake? Well, Corbin, oh. I really hope you find a smidgen of self-control. <laughs> But I think that's too much to ask for. Fran! I will keep my eye on him. <laughs> Thanks. Um, keep your eye off me. I will keep both eyes on you. Keep them off! I stare at you. Well, uh... Corbin stares back. It's also probably a good idea that we all stick together uh, and don't run off anywhere because there are, you know, like a lot of monsters just kind of running about. Uh, but I think, uh, you know, if we uh, stick to those, we should uh, we should have this pretty much covered. Mary, uh, Mary signs to you. Like, she signs... Is there any light in the cave at all? Oh, I mean, no. <laughs> oh. Oh. Well, I can't see in the dark. N- neither can I. Oh, I didn't think of that. I can't see either. Well, you guys have like like shit tons of magic lights and stuff though, right? Uh, yeah. Does that attract monsters? Oh, Yeah. That's a really good point. Oh, God. (laughs) Mary signs, we'll just have to keep the light to a minimum. And Slake, you will have to lead the way. Yeah, I can walk in front. You know what? I think I still have uh, lanterns. Oh, I think you do, yeah. From the Festival of Lights. What? Yeah, you still have those in that bag of holding. Yeah, we saved it. They're down at the bottom. Uh, and so I think I'll pull one of those out, and then I will. I can touch and and cast light on the flame area. A faint glow. I'm, are you guys ready to go in? Hot I, dog. I sure am. All right, you head into the red caves. Uh. Inside the cave, there is a sour metallic smell, which is hard to place. A bit like spoiled milk that has been soaked in blood. Slake, this is the smell of your home. It's comforting. (laughs) Take a nice deep breath. Fran, Mary, and Corbin will all have to make constitution checks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Mary Mary throws up immediately. Oh, no. Uh, Corbin rolled a natural one. Oh, no. So he's done skis. (laughs) Yeah, uh, this is just... You feel real sick to your stomach. This is not a good smell for you, Corbin. So I throw up immediately. Yep. Fran got a dirty 20. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, well, I definitely rush over to... Well, I'm going to rush over to Mary first. Um, and, uh, well, she doesn't try to eat my pet, so... Uh, <laughs> like I said, that tracks. So I rush over to Mary first. And, uh, oh my god, Mary, are you, are you okay? Mary gives a thumbs up and then signs, just... An overwhelming smell. It's pretty bad. Uh, oh. <laughs> but I, I I, elbow Slake, and I'm like, but not for, like, s- strong boys like us, huh, Slake? Um, I mean, I kind of like it. Uh, 
when you say that, Corbin whirls around and there is vomit <laughs> streaming down his face. And he's kind of like like convulsing a little bit, like he's gonna barf again. I'm, I'm gonna just roll a constitution takes, check for looking at Corbin. He takes a threatening step toward you. Uh, I got a 10. <laughs> you tell me, do you throw up? I I gag. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, Corbin, are you okay? Mary takes No! <laughs> Mary takes out a handkerchief and hands it to you, Corbin. Thank you, Mary. Yeah, maybe you guys should tie something like around your faces. Yeah. Well, maybe that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, Mary Mary takes out several handkerchiefs that she uh she saved from your time at the court of Madria. So nice. they still sort of smell faintly of the Madrian perfumes. Oh nice, okay. And uh y'all you all can tie them around your noses and mouths. Feels like home. Mm. <laughs> Smells like home. Disgusting. A little ways into the cave, uh, there is a map that is drawn on the wall. And it shows the paths that travelers are supposed to take to get through to the other side. There are pictographs on the map which show various dangers that may be encountered in the cave. Falling rocks, vicious monsters, you know, that sort of run-of-the-mill stuff for Slake. Uh, the orcs who live here do not like to interact with outsiders, and they do everything they can to just keep all the travelers on this one very straightforward, boring path that does not cross through any of the cool stuff or the hunting grounds. So Slake... Do you want to take them on the Traveler's Road, or do you want to take them on Slake's Cave Tour? Do, do you even have to ask? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wrote out just a quick thing of, like, what will happen if they take the Traveler's Road, but I knew you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know me so well. All right. So, uh, Slake, why don't you make a nature tech with advantage? Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> advantage, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Oh, no. <laughs> Okay, one second. What's my stupid fucking five? God damn it. Ooh, oh boy. So Slake, you know, you're feeling real confident as you go into this. You're like, oh, we're going to take this cool path. And then like pretty much immediately you go, oh, oh, damn. I don't actually know where I'm going. (laughs) Incredible. Slake, didn't we we pass this mound of, of rotting moss like... Recently, I think I see my vomit stains on that round of. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry about it. You know, it's just a scenic route. I I I got this. I pat Corbin's back, (laughs) and I think we make eye contact. That's like Slake doesn't got this. Yeah, we do. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What What are you trying to lead them to? Um, I'm trying to lead them to an area where I know a certain type of centipede kind of uh, makes its little home that Mm. I think is really neat. It's one of those cave creatures that's completely white and doesn't have eyes. So I just think it's really beautiful. (laughs) Very cool. Very cool. Um, So you're leading them down this path and you're like, you know the centipede's like, it's just around the corner. You know it's just around the corner. But then you turn the corner and you're confronted by... uh, it's a, it's a wall that you're pretty sure was not supposed to be there. Like, you have a pretty good mental map, and you're like, this wall, this wall's not supposed to be here. And in your your dark vision, you can see the wall is not perfectly still. I fucking knew it. Uh, you, can, a- you can see that it has sort of a jelly-like structure to it. Based on my knowledge and experience in these caves... Uh-huh. Do I know what this creature is? Make a nature check. Make another nature check. Okay. 
Now it's a fucking 19. <laughs> Great. And that's a 20 with the bonus. Cool. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, this is a gelatinous cube. Oh, that's... Oh, okay. And it's just taken up this entire cave, like, path. I have so many questions. These entire caves are fed by a poisonous pollen from the uh, earth above. Right. That turns the entire ground into both Swiss cheese and ideal breeding ground for monsters. Okay. That's why your people live here. They love to hunt the monsters. It's yes. part of your culture. Yes. That also means that you occasionally run into things where you go, how did you get here? <laughs> the, the answer is, it just grew up here, just like you. Well, I, I feel some empathy for this cube, but... Uh, <laughs> should, I- should, should, we, should we go? That doesn't look... Can we just... I start backing away. Is that a jello? Is this cube like aggressive it will defend itself if attacked could we just take another route you sure could since i'm going the wrong way anyway (laughs) (laughs) well you're going the right way but you you figure you could probably figure out another route listen I, i know we ran into a little bump there but uh you know what from now on probably gonna be smooth sailing so don't even worry about it. I've never trusted you about anything less than this. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's just a cube. Corbin well, rushes I'm again. I'm convinced. <laughs> you never seen a cube before? Yeah, Doesn't Corbin. mean it's any harm. Corbin? You, never, you never seen a cube? Corbin can't answer because he's literally like vomiting up bile because there's nothing left inside of him. <laughs> That's the spirit. <laughs> You can tell now that you know what's uh, what you're looking at, Slake, that the passage you're in has been made by this gelatinous cube just circling this area and eating everything that it uh, sucks up. Oh. So you're able to then sort of like go around its path and get get to the other side of it to show your friends these cool, cool centipedes. Oh, thank goodness. It's like a cool area with lots of uh, stalactites and stalagmites and like a a weird centerpiece of sort of cool bumpy rock and like centipedes they they nest inside this bumpy rock oh man see look i i knew where i was going i mean you gotta admit pretty amazing in here all right i i shine my my lantern on the bumpy rock but cat how long did it take us to get here oh it has been at least four hours (laughs) um is a centipede visible and how big are they they are about five inches long, and Corbin, you do see one slither out of the rock and slither right back in. I am already holding on to Corbin's wrist Corbin, before he can reach out. Corbin is, like, struggling <laughs> against that grip. Corbin, this is a very delicate ecosystem, okay? I'm an apex predator. Like, I'm tired. <laughs> I need to eat food. I mean, we have food, Corbin. Shut up. I'm, like, like I, I'm tired. Uh, oh, well, uh, we could probably take a break, I guess. Fran's just whiny. I'm just tired. We don't need to rest. I just... This cave smells bad. I can't eat anything in it. And I keep barfing, but I'm hungry. Um, <laughs> Mary, Mary signs, now that she's in the light, she signs, why don't we just keep moving? We still have another few hours of daylight left. Not that it matters here. Like, how do you track time in these caves? Uh, I guess I just kind of go in my own natural rhythms, you know? Oh. I'm gonna barf again. <laughs> Mary, when you signed daylight, a tear came out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I, I'm sorry, you guys. Uh, we had a little detour, I know. But uh, I, I'm gonna try really hard and make sure the rest of our trip 
is super efficient, okay? All right, why don't you make another nature check with advantage to take them to the next stop on your cave tour? I wish any of our characters had the capacity to be excited oh, about this. Shit. Oh, shit! Natty I think twant? we're about to get excited. Okay. Natty Twant, is that what I heard? Yeah. All right, all right, cool. So the next next stop on Slake's Incredible Mystery Cave Tour. Tell me what it is. Okay, it is a really cool underground pool. Mm. Um, so there are some sort of iridescent and almost translucent fish that have evolved down there. Um <gasps> And and there's some little veins in the wall of like crystal. <gasps> oh, Slake! Slake! Can I can I swim in there? Is the water poison or the fish poison? Well, I'm afraid uh, you probably don't want to do the whole touching things in here thing. But I, I thought it's kind of a neat stop. I mean, they're not arthropods. But uh, <laughs> Fran goes down and squats by the edge of the water and like stares at the fish. And she's like, who's an arthropod these days anyway? <laughs> Corbin looks at the crystal walls and he stares directly at them. And he says, you're beautiful, but you're useless. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, Mary signs to you, Corbin. She signs, can you make friends with the fish? Oh, Corbin goes to the fish. And um, he, we we both are talking to the fish. Oh, but you can animal handle. I can them. animal hit. I can speak to I mean, them. What are they can, saying? They're kind of like they're talking about amongst themselves. They like it does not occur to them to talk to you, Fran. Oh, okay. What is that weird like thing in the in the in the above us? And like I feel some ripples. There's something here. Is it a predator? Do we do we need to all swim away? No, it doesn't seem like a predator. They're. I'm not a predator. I whisper. <laughs> Exactly what not a predator would say. Yeah, sounds exactly like what a non-predator. Corbin, I'm animal handling the shit out of these guys. Nice. So much. <laughs> is, is it above 20? It's above 20 for sure. Okay, you you can now turn into these it's fish. It's 22. Yes. Awesome. Um, I have something to say to Slake, though. Slake, Slake, we we haven't showed you these before, have have we? And I pull out my amulet that I used to talk to animals that we got from the... Oh, yeah. Clan. I always forget about those. What is this? So basically, we came from a place where animals talk. <laughs> Do and, bugs talk? Uh, maybe simply, but if you if you hold this amulet, you can you can speak to the fish or I guess Darius. Oh I, I, I thought that was just a thing that you guys like could do. No, 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 no. I mean, Corbin has like some stuff going on. Yeah, I do. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can you can borrow this for a while if you want. Oh my god, that's amazing! Thank you so much. Frankly, I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of am realizing now that's an asshole move because, like, obviously you would love it, but. <laughs> I'm giving it to you now, and Corbin, I will have you know, didn't ever give his to you, so. <laughs> uh, well, it was kind of a crazy time. We were, uh, we were dealing with a lot. Corbin punches Fran as he's barfing. <laughs> Ow! I really, really This isn't about you, Corbin. Corbin punches Fran again. Um, I- Mary signs, please stop fighting. <laughs> Thank you. Of course. Uh, Slake, when you take the the amulet, I assume you first try and talk to Darius. Yeah, yeah, Darius. The first thing that you you can understand Darius saying is, "Friend, home, 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 friend." Oh, oh no! Yeah, man, we're we're 
And I immediately am tearing up. <laughs> and I, I, I rub his little back with my fingy. And Darius is just saying, oh, friend, 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 friend. This is a good amulet. <laughs> Man, I, I haven't, I haven't ever seen what this beetle actually sounds like. It's kind of annoying. Because <laughs> all I'm hearing is like, chirp, chirp, chirp. <laughs> I, I look at you like, you see for the first time, like a very like accusing expression across my face. <laughs> Anyway, this has been a cool pond. Uh, you guys, I think, probably can't, can't buy this pond for the night, mm-hmm. night, day, amount of time to rest. Mm-hmm. And now you're into your, your day two of your, your cave tour. Corbin, why don't you make another constitution check to see if you've uh, recovered at all? If you've gotten used to the smell. 18. 18. Corbin, you've gotten used to the smell. Okay. All right. You no understand. more barfing. Mary is not. Oh, no, Mary. <laughs> Mary is not, but she's like holding it together. She's like... <laughs> Corbin, Corbin pats Mary on the back and like comforts her and says, I've been where you are, Mary. <laughs> Mary Science, it's fine. I couldn't sleep last night. So, you know, no problems with dreams. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's it, Mary. Look on the bright side. Our strategy is going according to plan. Friend! <laughs> You're doing great, Mary. We're going to be out of here real soon. Mary Science, I, I had kind of hoped that maybe gods weren't able to barf. <laughs> All right, it's so like, where do you lead them to next? Yeah, I want to take them to a cavern where there's this species of worm. Basically, it excretes these pearl-like structures that come down from the ceiling, almost like a, a bead curtain scenario. And Is it poop? Um, No, actually, uh, it's a mucus that they excrete. But uh, the cool thing about it is it's actually edible. Oh, Corbin opens his mouth and just takes a big jump. Oh, what does it taste like? Sweet and salty? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, this is our this is our Kingdom Hearts reference arc. It is. It is. I just Yeah. Corbin so goes funny. hog wild on that shit, man. Oh. He feels he's he's, he's like Hasn't eaten for a whole day. Yeah, and has only barfed. Has only barfed. So he really just, like, carves a path. <laughs> they uh, they usually use this stuff to uh, catch smaller invertebrates and then kind of reel them up. But uh, coincidentally, it's not too bad. All right. So you guys head out from this cave after a little while. It's a fine time. You're walking through a cave. You're not enjoying it, except for Slake, who's really enjoying it. <laughs> Corbin's having a better time now that he can eat. Uh, and uh, just as you're you're rounding a corner, you hear sort of a whooshing noise above you. Mm. And uh, why don't you guys make perception checks? Whooshing. Whoops. <laughs> I got a four. Perception. I got a uh, eight. <laughs> I got a 13. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Mary got a six. <laughs> oh my god! Mm. She was rolling with disadvantage because she's so barfy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, none of you see it then. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Oh, so nothing happens. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. All right. Yeah. So you guys are fine. <laughs> I hate this. God damn it. So uh, you're you're just walking along. 
And uh, then you hear that whooshing again, and Slake, you're in the lead. Okay. So I'm afraid you're going to take the brunt of this. That's fine. I've made my piece. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that is going to be a non-natural 20 to hit. Cool, that hits. And you are barreled over by a stingray-like beast that descends from the ceiling. cursed friends and sup (laughs) I hope you enjoyed the return of Ainsley and the gap I know I did I don't know where this voice is going and I'm not sure why I started it I wanted to mention Swift Pivot um, because it has been asked about on occasion and we accomplished this long time ago but never said anything about it we have a P.O. Box you can look it up at damesanddragons.com slash contact. Yes, we did that a while ago. <laughs> anyway, uh, we made it to 500 U.S. iTunes ratings. Yes! Uh, thank you all so much. It seriously means a lot. Uh, a very, very special thank you to Archer0723, who was number 500 themselves and had 500 as the title of their review, plus was like, yay, I'm 500 in the actual review. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Uh, But thanks so much also to everybody else who helped us get there. That's GP2021, Halos Are Fun, Cello Pain, Raxon86, MooCow364, Lil Batter Witch, Lil Levati, Saroofed, Violet Peaches, and Mimi Lissa. You guys are the best. Uh, Also, on Patreon, I want to send out our sweet thanks to our new and increasing patrons. Thanks to Abram. Thanks to J-Rob. Thanks to Slake's number one fan. Uh, Toad Slick, MJ Crom, Caleb, Ian, Jay, Mike the Sheep, and Lothriel. Lothriel? Thank you. You guys really keep everything running here at Dames and Dragons, Inc., and we cannot thank you enough, although we sure will try. We also have a sweet, sweet ad read from our store, courtesy of my good friend, Kat. Uh, Rolling on Fate is an actual play Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition podcast. We know you like those. You're listening to one. Uh, Come and join our party as they discover how strange portals impact the continent of... A Revelheen or Revelhine? You'll experience intrigue, action, and comedy as Ainsley, Fanula, John, Marion, Peleus, and Taylor travel together and seemingly stir up trouble. There are singing frogs, overpriced carrots, epic battles, and plenty of annoyed NPCs as they discover the mysteries of the world and get to know each other's complicated pasts. The world is completely original, and while the gameplay follows D&D rules, there's some homebrew content thrown in, too, for funsies. Welcome to our collaborative story. As the adventure begins, you can find Rolling on Fate wherever you download podcasts. Podcasts, uh, plural. (laughs) Hello, I would like to download podcast. Where can I download podcast? You can download podcast wherever you download podcast. I want to download podcast. (laughs) 
Thank you, Kat, slash whoever else was chiming in on on that one. (laughs) I also want to thank our sponsors for this week. First of all, I want to let you know the Grimmer Space Kickstarter is now live. It's bullets versus fireballs against a backdrop of alien horrors. This sci-fi horror Starfinder setting comes from the award-winning game designers Lou Agresta and Roan Barton. It was developed by actor Sean Astin of Lord of the Rings and Stranger Things. The citizens of Grimmer Space are veterans when it comes to fighting alien abominations from the depths. Evil Sunder Mages, near-immortal demigods of sorcery, ripped into the cosmos recently through a vast purple tear in space-time called the Seethe. As the Seethe leaks magic into their galaxy for the very first time, the Sunder Mages plot to conquer the five distinct technological civilizations of Grimmer Space from the shadows. Soon, science and magic will come to world-ending blows. You can find out more and check out the Kickstarter at GrimmerSpace.com. Also from our very best friends at Cobalt Press, our BFFs, our, our, our sweet, sweet, Brothers and sisters from other mothers and misters, Cobalt Press, um, Empire of the Ghouls is, as you know, the first 5th edition campaign from Cobalt Press for characters level 1 to 14. You can take your heroes deep into the realms of the undead. You can explore a kingdom of terror and blood ruled by vampires. And far below the earth in the underdark, a mighty, guess what, Empire of Ghouls. This massive 5e campaign will include new Underdark lore as well as tons of undead monsters, magic, and more, with an adventure book and a player's guide. The Kickstarter ended May 31st, but you can find out more at www.cobaltpress.com kickstarters. And last of all, as always, a message to Chantel. Chantel, you are more powerful than death and more precious than life. Chantel, the code word is D20 Dames. The sleeper agent is active. Go. It's a like a big cave stingray. It is a cloaker. Oh. That's dope. That flies through the air and it flies directly into you and barrels you over and you are going to take uh you're going to take 11 damage as it bowls you over and then flies above all of you again and uh lets out a horrible shriek and let's roll for initiative holy shit i got a seven (laughs) oh Oh, I got 18. I actually, I actually rolled well. Oh, nice. Nice job. Yes. <laughs> I used my own personal abilities to roll the dice, just like Qui-Gon Jinn. Wow. <laughs> I got a 13. All right, Corbin, what do you want to do? Oof, okay. Um, the cloaker is, by the way, now behind all of you. I'm going to cast Flame Blade. It sheds bright light, by the way. I don't know if that affects this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Be sensitive. But mm-hmm. yeah, it sheds bright light in a 10-foot radius and just a big old sword that's on fire actually i think it's just fully a fire yeah okay in the shape of a sword okay so you have a sword now what are you gonna do so i'm gonna attack it with my sword all right it is hovering above you how high above me 10 feet from the ground it's pretty high up but you know what i have cat oh you have the- <gasps> i got jumpy oh, boots oh my god yes! final fantasy yes so jealous so i'm gonna jump and attack it then um all right, uh, roll to hit. Okay. 
That's like an 11. No, that doesn't hit you. Yeah. Corbin, you jump with your flame blade and it, like, it looks like it's gonna be really, really cool. And then you misjudge how far you have to jump yep. and you just keep going. Yep, I'm getting used <laughs> to the boots still. <laughs> now it is Mary's turn. Shay is going to cast Bless at third level. And so she can bless all three of you. So yeah, that's Mary's turn. Slake, you're up. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and just whip out my uh, longbow and try to shoot at this beautiful boy. Oh yeah, shit, that's way over 20. Nice, hits. nicely done, that hits. So that's nine, and then I'll use my second attack. It misses. Eight. <laughs> yeah. At eight, it misses, yes. Okay. So now it is the cloaker's turn, and the cloaker is going to go after Slake again. Why do you do that, cloaker? Slake has the highest AC. It's the point of a fighter. Yeah. Draw mm-hmm. the attack. Yep. Take. It'd be hard to hit. I know it is, but I want to kill you. Oh. <laughs> We have worked for years to get Cat to admit this very thing. <laughs> next time next time I think about Cat while I'm lying in bed, it's gonna be those <laughs> Yeah. Yep, that's twenty-three for the first attack and then seventeen for the second. Um so twenty-three hits me, se- uh, seventeen misses. Alright, so it gets another big bite in, but your your super nice armor blocks its tail whipping attack. Uh and that does thirteen points of damage with its Many horrible teeth. Um, as after it swoops down over you and and bites your head again, Slake. When you look back, Slake, you see now there are three cloakers. Oh, oh, it's doing the thing. Okay. Um. So there's two more now. Uh, just thought I'd mention that to y'all. <laughs> All right. Uh, now it is Fran's turn. All right, well, I was going to do something else, but now that there's three cloakers, I'm going to cast Mirror Image. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. So, you know, I make some very beautiful Naruto hand gestures as I draw runes in the air before me. And as I stop, two other friends step up from behind me. Yeah, buddy. It's Pan and Dan. (gasps) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Okay, and now we are back up to the top of the order with Corbin. What's up? Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go at him again with my flame, with my flame sword and my jumping boots. Okay, I'm determined this time. All right, uh, I'm gonna aim. I mean, it doesn't hit. It doesn't hit. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't hit any of the cloakers. You just swing wildly for all three, and you yep. you come up short. However, as your flame blade gets a bit closer to them, you see that two of the doubles. They fade a bit, and then they come back into existence as you get further away from them. Hmm. Okay. Um. I uh, when I see that happening, I yell, "Mary, make it light! Light these motherfuckers up!" <laughs> uh, Mary pauses and goes, "Okay. okay do, am I able to do that?" <laughs> uh. So Mary casts daylight, and a sixty-foot radius sphere of light erupts from the center of the room, creating just casting this entire cave into daylight which is very difficult for all of you because you have all been adjusted to seeing in the dark uh, uh-huh. <laughs> do the illusions like fade though at all yes but the uh, the cloakers illus- illusory doubles disappear in the daylight cool um and it also screams because it doesn't like this and uh i'm actually gonna have you guys all make a saving check because of its moaning oh wisdom yeah wisdom oh wisdom i got a natural 20 nice. i got uh 21 I got a two. Oh, <laughs> oh no. no. Oh, what does Mary get? 
Yeah, Mary's fine. Uh, Slake, Slake, you are frightened. Oh, no. Slake. <laughs> it's a scary situation. It is. I have to it's remember. Uh, you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is lying in sight. Oh, okay. You okay. cannot move any closer to the source of uh, your fear, which okay. is Cloaker. Oh, so you're just, like, too scared. Yeah, you are mm-hmm. You are rooted in place and you are shaking. Your, your bow hand is shaking as this thing lets out a horrible moaning sound that just sort of burrows deep into your psyche. Oh. And we, like, recognize it as a magical thing. Yeah. So we're like, meh. Yeah, whatever. Yep. Kids played this prank every five days on it, Estra. <laughs> <laughs> all the deer that bullied me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all oh the my shitty God. deer. <laughs> all right, it's like... All right, let's see what I can do. I'm going to actually use my hand picks throwing them because they're okay. hand nice. axes, basically. And then plus a d4. It's 19. That hits this thing, except you were rolling with disadvantage. Oh, so I have to roll again. Yeah. 19. Oh. Okay, great. Nice. You did it. You conquered your fear. Yeah. You stilled <laughs> your shaking hands and threw a hand axe at it. How much damage did you do? So that's 11. 11, okay. And, and then another attack, right? Yes. Okay, so four plus seven. Doesn't hit. All right. So the cloaker is going to go after Fran this time. Hey. And it's Fran and all of Fran's illusory doubles. I also I actually have three illusory doubles. Another one steps out, and <laughs> its name is Stan. <laughs> I roll a d20 um, to figure out if it's going to be redirected to one of my doubles or if it's going to attack me. Okay. I rolled a 20. So, yes, it does get redirected to one uh, of my doubles. Very and nice. Very nice. We'll see if it hits it. Yes. That is a nat- non-natural 20. So I'm sure that hits. Yep. So that one hits, and then it is going to, as that one disappears, it is going to whip its tail around and attack you again. Okay. So again, it's going to hit a double. Okay, that is a 16. So it hits your other double, and it is very mad about all this. It's just me and Stan now. Just you and Stan. (laughs) All right. And uh, Fran. How far is this thing above us? It is 10 feet above you. And is it like right above us or is it kind of like flying past us? It's it's doing like swoops past you. Okay. So when it's not like directly above us, I want to cast fireball at it. Ooh, okay. And so it needs to make a dex saving throw. Okay. That is a dex of a sweet, hot, super swell 11. <laughs> That's not going to pass. All right. So it's going to take full damage on this one. All right. It's going to get a face full of flame. Um, 34. 34? Yeah. That's, I didn't even roll that well. That's just a good spell. Jesus fucking crazy. <laughs> oh, the cloaker is not enjoying this, and it lets out another horrible moan. But this one I'm not going to make. This is just it. It just is... A horrible moan of pain. Just doesn't mm-hmm. like it. It doesn't like it. It's not as frightening this time. You feel a little bit bad, though. Oh, Me no. and Stan high five. <laughs> <laughs> now it is back up to Corbin. We're going to see what happens, because I'm going to go at him with my flame blade again. It's <laughs> <laughs> a natural one. Oh, Corbin. Corbin, Corbin, Corbin. <laughs> I just shouldn't do these kinds of spells. Corbin, you, you leap into the air. You are you are heading for this cool cloaker thing. You are gonna stab your flaming sword into its back, and then you hit us to lag tight. 
just like face first. Oh, directly am I like get poisoned. It is like the uh, it's like you know in those skiing movies where they hit the tree. Yeah. and like your arms and legs go out. Yeah, like just like those old Hannah Hannah Han- Hannah Barbera Hannah Barbera cartoons. Uh, make a Constitution check. That's 12. It's a 12. I'm afraid that does not keep you from being poisoned as your face is mushed directly into the uh, the cave wall. Oh, I really bungled that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you take six points of damage. Okay. Well, from, me and him. And then, and then, shit, you take another four from falling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Unless you want to try and save yourself by turning into something. I don't give a shit. I deserve this. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Okay. Well, now it's Mary's turn. How are you looking, Corbin? How are you feeling? Oh, I'm fine. Okay. I'm fine. Mary's gonna cast Guiding Bolt on this. She does not hit it. Never mind. Damn it. Slake, you're up. Okay. Now, am I still frightened? So, actually, no. You are not frightened. Cool. You're not frightened. Oh, cool. Then I'm still gonna try to hand pick it up. Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. 21. That'll hit. Alright. And then your next attack... 22. Okay, and your damage? That's 16. All right, you tell me how you kill this thing. Okay, cool. So I'm I'm using my hand picks in a throwing motion. So I go ahead and I I square my shoulders and I I take aim and I throw one pick and then the other in short succession and they you know, do that thing where they're like going through the air, like turning really fast, mm-hmm. and uh, they embed themselves through the flappy body of this creature. Mm, and it lets out one more terrifying moan as it falls from the, sc- not the sky, but and it crashes to the ground in a cloud of dust, which makes you all cough. <laughs> I, uh, I, I cover my mouth and cough, but I make my way over to the corpse, and I uh, gently remove the picks from it, and I lay my hand on its head. Corbin turns to everyone, and he's got, like, um, sores on his face from being poisoned by that thing, and he says, I'm so glad that all of us contributed equally to the death of this horrible monster. (laughs) All right. Uh, Corbin, Mary's gonna heal you. Cool. She's gonna just heal your face. Let me see. Awesome. That's a good idea, Mary, because I don't want to look at that. Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> man, that monster was terrifying, but it was so cool. Honestly, true. I wanted an animal handle it. We need to learn how to tame monsters. Corbin, Mary heals you for 12 points of damage. Thanks, Mary. So as this, you're taking your moment to revel in your victory slash pay respects to a worthy adversary. You see, like, some some dust coming down from the ceiling, and you realize that that, that cloaker was, that was really heavy when it fell, oh. and there was a big shake when it fell, and just as these all these facts are coming together, the floor breaks under you, <gasps> and the body of the cloaker and all four of you go tumbling down. I, I cast Featherfall. Cast Featherfall. Great. I turn into a crow. Okay. So, so you, I'm a crow, and I've had Featherfall cast on me. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, everybody, make a Dex check, please. Dexio, Chexio. Even me? Yeah, even you. That's a natural one. <laughs> I got a thirteen. Speaking of the Featherfall, <laughs> I got a nine. 
Why is making my life horrible today? I don't All know, right, buddy. Mary. Mary got a thirteen. So, um, because of Featherfall, none of you, none of you take damage. However, Corbin, when the dust settles and and the rocks, how did this fucking happen? When the dust settles and the rocks have all, you know, ceased to tumble, you find yourself alone, Corbin. You have been separated on the other side of this uh, cave-in. What? Because <laughs> I am a good boy. And I use my. My 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 wits, and you and you also rolled. A, what you, you rolled, rolled a, a natural one? You rolled a natural one. Yep. It literally says in my notes: if anyone rolls a natural one, this is what happens. Yeah, I'm used to being able to fly, and I couldn't fly because I didn't trust Featherfall, <laughs> and then I just like fucking tumbled around in the wrong direction. <laughs> well, Corbin, Jesus Christ! All right, uh, so Slake, Mary, and Fran, you guys all sort of dust yourselves off. You do a little head count. You realize. Oh, fuck, Corbin's not there. <laughs> One crow head missing. Mm-hmm. What the hell? Oh, okay. So, where where are we now? You are in a passageway. It's very low. It is like just just about at like Fran's height. So, Slake, you have to you have to crouch. Yeah, and Slake, you don't recognize this part of the caves. It might not even be connected to the rest of the caves because all this whole. You know, it is not stable, and there are all sorts of pockets, and you don't know this pocket. If we look up, like, mm-hmm. do we see where we fell down, like, the shaft of what we fell down? It's already filled in with other rock. So you guys managed to sort of tumble under. And Corbin's down. dead. It's like an upside-down T. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like an upside-down yeah. T. And Corbin's, yeah. he's dead. You Corbin- guys just <laughs> assume that my crow form was crushed beneath the rubble, and I have, in fact, died. <laughs> Cor- Corbin... I like look at the the rock pile with Mary- like wide eyes. <laughs> I immediately start pulling rocks and digging in it. Mary just has her hands over her mouth and is just like shocked. She doesn't know what to do. Mary, Mary, send him ascending. Uh, uh, Mary looks like wildly around, like she's forgotten how to cast spells. <laughs> I, I I hold on to Mary's shoulders and I'm like, Mary, you know how to cast magic. You're a god. You can do this. <laughs> I'm just still digging through the rocks. <laughs> uh, all right. Mary sends ascending over to the other side. What, yeah. What does Mary say? <laughs> Mary sends us, uh, ascending, and it just sort of flies through the rubble, yelling, Corbin, Corbin, are you okay? Corbin, please say something or scream or something. Uh, Corbin screams as a crow. <laughs> uh, Mary breathes a sigh of relief. Yeah. <laughs> Is he okay? Is he hurt? Mary shrugs. <laughs> do, you, do you know where he is? Mary shakes her head. So we heard the audio, like the sound of him screaming aloud. Yeah, you can tell he's he's on the other side of the rocks, or maybe he's above you, but he's he's somewhere on the other side of this rock fall. Okay. I'm going to keep digging through it then. All right. Why don't you make a strength check? Yeah. 16. 16? All right. You're able to shift some of the rocks and uh, you make just like the tiniest little opening at the top and you're able to peek through. Corbin, what are you doing over there on the other side? <gasps> just jam your so, little body through the hole. Yeah, is the hole big enough for me to get my bird form through? It's big enough to get your bird head through. Okay, well, I, pu- I push my little beak through oh. and, I, and I go... <laughs> That's the noise I make. Corbin, you're alive. <laughs> and I like, I snap my beak. Uh, hold on, Corbin. Here. And I, I just 
pushes beak back. Like Corbin nibbles your finger a little bit. Ow! Hey, quit that. Tickles. And I, um, I try to like keep widening the hole. You're you're able to keep sort of scrabbling away at it. I use my picks. You used your picks. Ugh, that makes so much they're sense. Four. It's what they're for. <laughs> it's really stuck in there. So you you're able to make it just wide enough that Corbin, you you can probably shimmy through. I, Why I, don't you make a dexterity save? Oh. 16. 16? 16 for wiggles? For wiggles, yeah. Yeah, you're able wiggles. to wiggle through. You're nice. able to wiggle through, but you lose a lot of feathers in the process. <laughs> I'm molting. <laughs> Uh, well, well I've did. also just wiggled through poison stones, so yeah, I feel like you were right. that has something to do with it. I shouldn't remind you of that constantly. You really shouldn't, but uh, make a make a constitution okay. save. Maybe the oil on your feathers protects you. No. no. 11. No, that won't do it. I'm poisoned as a bird. Yeah, you take another four points of poison damage. That might kill me as a bird. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, just turn back into a boy. Yeah. Oh, uh... Yeah, uh, yes. I have one hit point. As <laughs> you bird. do? Yeah, so as soon as, um, as soon as I pop through, I just immediately turn back into a poisoned boy. <laughs> Mary, Mary signs, I thought we had all talked about not touching the rocks. Mary, I didn't have a choice. <laughs> you know, you're, you guys are all more or less fine. I think. Since I seem to be the one who has the most trouble with touching walls and being poisoned, I am going to cast uh, Protection from Poison on myself. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Probably a good call. Yeah. Probably would have been a good call an hour ago. <laughs> Probably, but you know. I, um, Great job. I Thanks. brush some rubble off of Corbin, and I say, if you want to turn into like an ant and ride in my pocket with Darius, you can. Corbin goes over to Fran and says, can you believe Slake just offered to let me ride next to Darius as an ant? Like Darius wouldn't just fucking eat me. <laughs> it's what you deserve. <laughs> Do, did I Fran, hear? We are not friends. <laughs> you can None of us are friends. <laughs> You can hear all of this, like, it's an echoey cave. Mary signs, we're all friends. Stop being dramatic. <laughs> the caves are tearing us apart. <laughs> Corbin storms past Mary. Corbin, Darius wouldn't eat you. I, I can talk to him now, remember? He's I an animal. I You're an animal. <laughs> That's how I know, friend. When you reach into your pocket to, like, check on Darius, you can hear Darius saying, like, I would eat him. <laughs> Perfect clarity, 100% cognizance. Like, yep. I, 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 I look distressed and I gently slide Darius back down into my pocket. Uh, luckily, Beatles can't speak very loud, so uh, only you got to hear that one, Slake. That was a, that was a Slake, Slake Darius exclusive interview. Oh, I should say, um, once Corbin realizes that he doesn't know where he is, he does stop storming past Mary. <laughs> Just like a little bit in front of Mary, he stops. So what do we see down the passage, or what does Slake see? Slake, it is a very narrow passage, and it gets smaller ahead of you, uh, but it doesn't look like you are at a dead end or anything. You can still sort of shimmy through, but Slake, as you guys continue down, you're going to start crouching more, and then it gets to the point where Corbin's crouching, and then Fran and Mary are both crouching, and then you guys have to get down on your knees and have to, like, wrap your hands so you're not touching the cave floor. And you keep going, and you keep going through this tiny, tight little passage, and then it gets to a point where you're going to have to get down on your bellies and wriggle through. Slake, do you really think this is a better idea than digging ourselves out of where we were? 
uh, I mean, this is the best part of caving. <laughs> you know, a little squeeze, it's kind of uh, exhilarating, don't you think? Not at all. Something's wrong with Slake. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I hesitate to do this because you already seem really enthused about this situation that's pretty bad for all of us. But uh, if you want to scout ahead a little easier, I can cast Gash's form on you. So I'd be the fart. <laughs> I mean, if you want to put it that way. <laughs> Where does Darius go when Slake becomes the fart? Oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> Mary taps your uh, your chin, Slake, and she holds out a hand to hold Darius for you. Okay, I, I, I gently place Darius in Mary's hand, and <laughs> I give Mary a very pleading look. <laughs> Mary nods, and she uh, she puts Darius in the like breast pocket of her tunic. And I guess that um, Mary is the one right behind Slake, so I climb on top of Mary <laughs> <laughs> in order to touch Slake. Okay. Yep. <laughs> and, the, and the other three just sort of have to stay behind in a little huddled pile. Yep. <laughs> a little guardian pile, and Slake, you become a fart. Finally. <laughs> At oh. last. Your destiny. Oh. I can only imagine the smell. Because oh. we're we're it's a smell on top of a smell oh, now. Oh yeah. 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 It's, it's almost better, actually. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. It's, it's the devil you know. Yeah, yeah. that's fair you know actually. Yeah, that's like true. so Slake, you are now able to scout ahead with ease. You're able to fly around, whoosh through the air. Yeah, you can literally like go in the cracks of things. And oh my stuff. god. If if I don't could talk, lost. I would just be screaming with joy. You see so many cool bugs. You see so many cool rock formations that are like hidden in in secret, secret little pockets. Uh, do you do you go straight for your goal, or do you spend a little time exploring? To be honest, this time I'm just going to try to go fast Ugh. because I know that the team is not enjoying <laughs> this the way I am. <laughs> it's so so Thank thoughtful. You. Oh, Slake. Thank you, Slake. All yeah. right, so Slake, it, um, you are able to scout ahead, and there are a few tight squeezes, but it looks like this doesn't dead end. And then you see, you see daylight. <gasps> oh, shit. You see daylight, and that is both a good and a bad thing, because if you're seeing daylight, you're also seeing red pollen particles drifting through that daylight. Meaning, uh, if once you guys get to this point, you will have to cover your noses and mouths so you don't breathe in poison. It seems like you have inadvertently stumbled upon a shortcut. As you come to the opening of this tunnel, you see red in every direction, spreading out in front of you like a crimson blanket. The grass here is red. The flowers here are red. The trees and the bark on the trees even. They're all the same deep blood red. And in the distance, covered by red vines, there is a tower, stark against the blue sky.
the gluttonous guy food stand. <laughs> I just gorge myself on those. Yeah, yeah I do it. You could say that you. Yes. Gluttonously <laughs> eat them. Okay. I, that wasn't. It's a bit of a, str- a <laughs> stretch. I realized as soon as I said you could say that, that I had made a mistake. Yeah, oh. I know. I saw the fear in your eyes. I've <laughs> <laughs> never seen you look so petrified. Yeah, I was real scared. I knew that you saw right through my. You my could ruse. say you're a real glutton for punishment. <laughs> Have I not been shamed enough? Uh, No. Well, first I'm going to talk about D&D Beyond because, guys, I love it. (laughs) I freaking love it. It's really good. Tell me about it. So I've never really used the source books much just because I'm doing homebrew stuff. And also because I just have always had so much trouble navigating them. It is just really hard to find anything because I have ADD. <laughs> and and reading books is, uh, especially large informational tomes, is just really hard. But it is not hard at D&D Beyond because I can just look it up. I can just be like, I want a monster that is flying and it has a challenge rating of 10. So I can go to their monsters section and I can look for monsters that fly with a challenge rating of 10 and it'll list all of them out for me. Or I can say, I need a magic item that is a sword and I can go in and I can just enter in their magic items index. I can just look up swords and I get all the swords. You guys, it's so good. It's It's, so nice. It sounds good. Good. You can build encounters so you can make sure you're balancing them out. Um, which, like, previously I just had to guess for the best. Uh, it was really great. I'm loving D&D Beyond, and I think you will too. You, dear listener, I'm holding out my hand to you, and in my hand is D&D Beyond. <laughs> Take it. D&D Beyond.com. D&D Beyond.com. D&D Beyond.